You are listening to Playback, a Variety podcast. I'm your host, Variety Awards editor Chris Tapley. They've got you on a tour of PMC today. I guess. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a, like a TCA <laughs> event or something. Right? I'm gonna sit outside, actually. Okay, but just like 40. Um, More than enough. Or shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More like a half hour. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. I don't love Short and sweet. Directors chairs. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, right. We'll see what we can do. Okay. Are you good with that chair there? Is that yes, okay? I am. Okay. So she's just gonna grab a couple of quick candidates okay. so we can chat about what you had for breakfast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something. I was in the hotel room. And I ordered uh, the lox and bagel. Awesome. Was it tasty? <laughs> yes. What was the hotel? I, I get that. Where am I? At the Beverly Hilton. Oh, okay. Which is where the luncheon yeah, is. I'll be there. So I'll, oh, yeah? yeah? You're going right there at, mm-hmm. right after this? Mm-hmm. Me too. So I'll see you there. But um, usually ordering that is just uh, an excuse for me to eat a bunch of capers. That's what I really <laughs> Big like. Big capers fan. Yes. Got it. I had a shake. You had a shake for I had a shake breakfast. For breakfast, yeah. I'm trying to be good. So there is a real luncheon, right? There, yeah. There's food. I've never there's been real to food. This, obviously, <laughs> good. All right, thank you, Priscilla. All right, grab my questions here. I love this. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna feel like it's gonna fall on you, but I swear yeah, it's I like not. It. It's just a drafting table we're yeah, using. I like it. We're like in the middle of rebuilding a podcast studio here. But we are recording, okay. and we'll dive right in. All right. Uh, we've got Lori Metcalf here, the Oscar-nominated actress in Lady Bird, which we were just discussing, which is one of my favorite movies of the year. One of everyone's favorite movies of the year, it seems to be. <laughs> it's, it's doing pretty well. <laughs> it's doing all right. <laughs> uh, we're talking this morning just before the nominees' luncheon, yeah. which, uh, you know, I'm, I assume you're really looking forward to that. This is I first am. Oscar I have nomination. no idea what to expect. I know that there's that, that iconic photo taken, mm-hmm. which I've looked at over the years <laughs> and never thought I'd actually participate in. Now you'll get to kind of play the Where's Waldo. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I, I will. I will. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody in that room. My God. And uh, the quality of all the movies. It's a good year. This year. It's a great year yeah. and so diverse, mm-hmm. you know. You looking forward to meeting anybody in particular you haven't bumped into on the circuit? Well, I, I it's it's funny. I have started to see on the did you call it a circuit or a circus? Because it's a <laughs> yeah, little bit of both. Little I've both, I've, yeah. I've come to find out I, again. I had no idea, no clue that th- this is what happens when you're in such a such a explosive you know hit movie. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I've started to run into people that I never would have been able to meet. Anywhere else, you know, Willem Dafoe, I, I can say hi to now, you know, Martin McDonough, <laughs> Sam Rockwell, Octavia Spencer, Francis McDormand, you know, my God. I, I, it's a great bunch. It is. It really is. Well, as I said, you know, finally an Oscar nominee, but in some ways, you know, you've got three Emmys, you've nominated throughout the wazoo <laughs> for, for uh, your various appearances on TV. What has been the most surprising thing, I guess, or unexpected thing about being a part of this whole Oscar whirlwind? What's interesting about it, what's so different about it, and I've never experienced it before, is usually if I wrap something that's on TV or stage, 
there's a quick toast afterwards and you either, you know, pack your suitcase and fly home the next day and never revisit it again. But mm-hmm. but but with a movie, um I mean everybody else in the world knows this. I just didn't ever put two and two together, but like 18 months later, you know, you're talking about the movie and about what that experience was and it's just um a, a, a new phenomenon for for me to revisit something that you've done in the past, mm-hmm. and and you know like be present with it again. Yeah. So other projects I've just basically walked away from, and that and that was that. I guess that deepens the whole experience a little bit, right? It gives you a whole different it's, appreciation, maybe. Or? Yeah, it, it it really does. And and where else do you go? You know, that something that you did, a while, say, a year ago is then released and you see the response to it. Um, because, like, I do a lot of theater and the response mm-hmm. is only pre- uh, in the in the moment. Yeah. You know, if you got the immediate feedback from the audience uh, every night or eight times a week. And so you know how it's being received. Mm-hmm. In this instance, I had no idea at all. Um how how it would be received literally yeah, yeah. theater's interesting so an actor mm. once put it to me it's like drawing in the sand mm. next day you do it all over again it's yeah. a different uh you know circumstance in this uh you know theater has been a, a huge part of your life obviously steppenwolf and everything and, right. and uh, one thing i want to jump ahead to here is in this movie you got a chance to work with tracy letts which i you've know never for the first time ever we've known each before, other for a hundred years mm-hmm. and we've always wanted to work together on stage and never have been able to have a project to do together. And so it took Greta Gerwig bringing us <laughs> together into a movie where, you know, we could. I knew immediately that um, working with Tracy was going to be a, a, a well, uh, I was going to say a breeze. And it, <laughs> and it was. Yeah, it was a breeze because we have a history. We have a similar sense of humor. And so we have an ease with each other. And I was just hoping that that would come across in the parents' relationship, and uh, but everything else, you know, all we did was take our cues and clues from Greta's script. Yeah, it was all on the page for us. Well, uh, let's talk about Greta. Actually, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. go into that. You know, what kind of director is she on the uh, set? What kind of energy does she establish that's you know unique compared to other filmmakers that you've worked with? It's all about her energy, I think, and the energy on the set was a one of collaboration of support and feeling protected, of watching her watch the monitor with this big grin on her face and knowing <laughs> that she was in her element, she wouldn't want to be anywhere else, and that she had our back. And that made everybody in the cast and crew feel very protected. Um, and uh, there was a lightness about the set. And maybe even a maternal quality because um, you felt that she was watching out for everybody. Now, she had to have been going through stressful days um, because I, I think that's inevitable as a director, mm-hmm. um, maybe and also a first solo mm-hmm. director. Um, nobody knew if that was the case. Um, she just has an ease. She's just a natural at it. You'd mm-hmm. never know it was her first time. Yeah. Well, as I said just before the show, I first saw this movie at Telluride where it premiered. Um, and I walked out and I tweeted something like, I love Lady Bird so much I can't stand it. <laughs> and A24 has used it in their advertising, which, yeah, it's the truth. I mean, and, and what's interesting to me is that it's been such a universally beloved movie this year. I mean, it, 
all the talk of the critically acclaimed, the Rotten Tomato score, all of that. Yeah. Why do you think that it struck such a universal chord? You know, I saw it for the first time at Telluride also. Yeah. Um, and I was so well, I was right in the middle of a group of with you seeing it for the first time and i was literally seeing most of the movie for the first time myself mm-hmm. because all my scenes were with yeah, you're not Saoirse and no yeah, no sure. i'm in like i don't know 25% of it mm-hmm. and so i was having a blast seeing what all the uh, the uh, high school <laughs> scenes were about um and and when i walked out and were and i was hearing people saying I've got to call my mother. <laughs> I want to see this with my daughter. Um, fathers or men saying, I have witnessed that mother-daughter relationship <laughs> and have also felt like I was the outsider, like Tracy's character is, like just just, just wanting to be um, non-confrontational mm-hmm. about it and not really understanding it, not understanding how they can flip on a dime like in the thrift store scene where they're looking for a dress together and arguing that the classic passive aggressive yeah. banter going back and forth and then they find the perfect dress mm-hmm. um it's so it's a complex relationship as far as the mother daughter scenes go that Greta was able to walk such a fine line and find the balance so that one is just not an ogre you know mm-hmm. one is not doing all the button pushing the mother doesn't exist just to show what the daughter's home like is home life is like and what she has to put up with with parents who don't understand her. Mm-hmm. You know, she really I, I guess that's what people are responding to. Yeah. That it's it seems very it's very detailed. Um it's not our own individual details that are up there on the screen. But it's so close. Feels genuine. Yes. Yeah. I mean, for me, and in, in, in fact, some of the the specifics do ring true because you know I graduated high school in '99, so the the period of the movie, I knew the guy who smoked clothes and was trying to uh-huh. be cool, and the Chalamet uh-huh. of it all, and uh-huh. just all of these different moments uh, really just you know I, I recognized them. Yeah, there was always um, the struggle to fit in. Yeah. Whether it's with your best friend or you're the popular friend who you, you know, there's all, it's just um, finding yourself. What makes me different, you know? And God, I just can't wait to get out of here and start over and mm-hmm. reinvent myself. But, and it's only in hindsight that you see that all these influences, the people who raised you and the people that you grew up with and the, the town mm-hmm. that meant so much um, are a part of you that. That has provided that shape. Yeah, absolutely. And and I love that you know Lady Bird can can embrace that at the end. Mm-hmm. In in hindsight, it's just so, but it but like Greta's writing is so delicate. Nothing, none of this is hit over the head. You mm-hmm. know, there are a lot of little bitty lines that go by that have such weight to them, but they're just done with ease and delicacy. You know, that people have been quoting, like, you know, I just want you to be the be- best version of yourself that you can be. What if this is the best version? Mm-hmm. You know, that just say so much and resonate. Mm-hmm. Um, but just go by, you know, in in the blink of an eye. I think that it warrants uh, second viewing, second third viewing. Yeah. This movie does because it's it's just in those tiny details. There's something to be said about finding the profound within the yeah, mundane, exactly. You know, and that's that's a real trick. And she pulled it off. She did. Um, 
I had both Greta and Sersha on the show earlier this year, and uh, you know, part of this is obviously a dance with Sersha mm-hmm. on the screen. So let's talk about working with her. Oh my God, she's like the 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 best scene partner that any actor could hope to have. She's fully present um, in in every moment on camera. But what she does, she's amazing because, um, well, first of all, I look to her for guidance because she has so much more film experience than I do. Um, but she, she's so young. I know. I know. And talk about a natural, yeah. you know, um, she has a really great work ethic. You know, she is prepared. She's done her homework every day. She takes it seriously. She takes the job seriously. It's not a lark, you know. But yet at the same time, she can find the lightness Mm -hmm. during the day, you know. Um, And and she brings that lightness to the set, to to the um, hair and makeup trailer when she steps in. And and because she she's there. She was there. You know, she's in every frame Mm -hmm. practically. She carries the movie with such ease and with such grace mm-hmm. that she really, she and Greta together set a tone that was just had a lightness about it and that everybody wanted to, everybody got very attached to the movie in a personal way and wanted it to be the best that it could be to to support Greta and to support Sersha, mm-hmm. who were both um, just setting this lovely tone about the, the day. and But it literally... Sersha walks into hair and makeup trailer with just a, a joyful attitude, and it's in infectious. <laughs> that helps. How yes, long, how it long does. was the shoot? The shoot, I think I heard Greta say that it was 35 days. And you were on for? Oh, I don't know. Probably a um, couple weeks. Yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks here and there, you know, sporadic. Well, I must say, I feel this is, you know, one of the most low key, brilliant performances of the year. And I say low key just because there's so much going on underneath the surface that could be played much bigger than you play it. And I just kind of am curious what you were drawing on personally. I mean, you have daughters, Mm -hmm. uh, so I assume a lot of that, but just what, Mm -hmm. what were you drawing on personally to kind of craft this incredibly complex mother without being big, you know? Right, right. I was um, relying on Greta a hundred percent. I knew that uh, we talked early on about the fact that there are so many um, arguments between the mother and the daughter that we didn't want them all just to feel the same and repetitive after a while because then you would just tune them out. So we wanted to, even though even though she had crafted it and so she knew where the, where the triggers were, um, she walked me through it. Um, we had a couple of uh, rehearsals with with uh, me, Sersha, and Greta in the room to make sure that we were all on the same page. Um, and uh, and then I think she just sort of trusted us with the material, which was also confidence building, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, obviously she had spent years crafting this script. Mm-hmm. And to turn it over to us was, I, I felt the responsibility of that, you know. But if I ever had a question, I could go straight to the source mm-hmm. because our director was <laughs> the screenwriter, mm-hmm. um, which was which was a comfort to have on the set. And Greta just has the ability to know how to talk to actors. Not all, just because she's an actor, that doesn't come with the the with the job. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, m- most actors don't know how to talk to other actors and make, Why is that, to me, think? make lousy directors. Um, 
um, because we fall into the same trap that a lot of directors do, which is just blurting out um, what you want the result to be. Uh, Be funnier, be sadder, be, you know, something like that. And it gets in the actor's head and becomes a barrier. And all all of a sudden you've turned them self-conscious and the day is screwed, Mm -hmm. you know. (laughs) But so you can do a lot of damage. Mm. So it's the rare director who knows how to... Um, toss out a couple of suggestions that spark an actor's imagination and, mm-hmm. and that are doable. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, I, I um, hadn't done a film in a long time. So as far as the broadness of the character, you know, I, I think that I was overly wary of being too big mm-hmm. because I just stepped off a thousand seat stage. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to play to the back row. Yes, of playing to the back row, yeah. And so um, I tried to be – I tried to follow the lead of everybody else in the room of how um, minimal and um, nuanced the role could be. And one of my leads on that was Tracy because um, I've always admired his – minimalist acting style you mm-hmm. know very intelligent and 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 so low-key and he's he was like the rock of all the scenes mm-hmm. um so i i was i was uh trying to be i was trying to look around and and uh, read the room well how about specifically reading the room the environments the production design the mm. uh you know stuff like that living room i yeah. mean it just you know it feels so yeah. legit and textured always yeah. has to help your performance it does yeah, yeah. Uh, there was no way that you could walk into ladybird's bedroom <laughs> and not feel that a 17 year old had lived in there for 15 years mm-hmm. and decorated it exactly how she wanted it done it, the the details were extraordinary yeah um i went with um Greta early on because I think I was one of the only actors who were who were in town because she wanted to do a lighting test in the house that she had chosen to shoot all the in- interiors and it was um pretty bare there was hardly any furniture in there but she just had me walk from room to room and see how the light played mm-hmm. um and 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 uh she thought I think that it was really valuable because she I don't know. It just it just lent a um, uh, a real realism to her mm-hmm. that all and to me too. Walking through before it was even de- set decorated, mm-hmm. that oh, this is our house. Okay, I get it now. I understand this family a little more. The flow stuff yes. like that probably yeah. helps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, you've you've received more critical awards than than any other actress in your category this year i believe you're due one more i hope you i'm gonna say i hope you win the oscar oh <laughs> <laughs> a couple of random things here i just want to branch out yeah. uh you know this isn't even really a question it's uh i guess it's a confession i was a big fan of scream and i put together a group of 17 people in 11th grade to go see scream too uh-huh. so anyway just want to throw that out did there. it not disappoint <laughs> uh, it, it was an interesting film <laughs> i think that the reveal was pretty clever <laughs> well yeah yeah the mom yeah absolutely yes, yes. i mean and you got and to that there were of, two yeah, exactly yeah you got to go off the hinge a little bit with i did that. yeah <laughs> was that fun yeah who was the director on that was Wes it Wes Craig. again yes. okay yeah yes. what was he like to work with oh he was fantastic yeah like like wicked sense of humor yeah yeah and then listeners realize by now, anytime I ever have anyone on the show who was in JFK, mm. I have to talk about 
working with that cast, working mm. with Oliver Stone. Does mm-hmm. anything kind of immediately come to mind about that production? Wow. You know what? I want to see it again because <laughs> I saw it once when it first came out, and that's been way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, I I didn't get to work with that many actors, you know, because it had such a deep bench of really great actors in all those roles. Um, a lot of theater actors too. Yeah, there yeah. were there were. Um, I just remember, you know, being in New Orleans and like stepping out in the morning to go to work, to go to the set, like at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and being immediately drenched in sweat. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was balmy. Yeah, yeah. Let's to say. say the least. Yeah. And, uh, and working with Kevin Costner was, was great. Uh, he, he set a great tone on that film. Yeah. Also, as did Oliver. Yeah. How do you like Oliver? I loved him. I I wanted. I was almost going to work with him again, and I can't remember the project name, but it fell apart. Shoot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, no, he was he was fantastic. But I, I, you know, like I've I feel like I've only done a handful of movies, yeah. and so my references are just so scattered, mm-hmm. you know, that I I don't have my bearings within that world yet. Um. So and and it was so long ago that it was sort of dreamy. It seems yeah. sort of dreamy now. Yeah, you should watch it again. I it's need. It's one to. of my favorite movies. I think it's phenomenal. I, I need to. I want to. I've actually. I think within the last year, we've had Kevin on the show. We had uh, Donald Sutherland earlier this year. We had Gary Oldman mm, on the show. So right. We're doing good on JFK cast members so far here <laughs> on playback. <laughs> And then I want to talk about Roseanne coming back. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting because this is one of an absolute slew lately of TV reboots. And this isn't really a reboot so much as we're getting the band back together and continuing the story. But we've got things like Magnum P.I. Cagney and Lacey. I didn't think they would ever reboot Cagney and Lacey, but they're going to. Uh, they brought wow. they brought Will and Grace back. They yeah. brought, brought yeah. Murphy Brown back. What, what do you think about all You're this stuff You're telling me the ones back? I didn't even know. Am I breaking news for you? Yes, yeah, they're bringing Murphy Brown back. Wow. I mean, what is, I guess it's... Good with the bad on stuff like that, right? I guess it's just, you know, it's nostalgia. Yeah. I guess it's just like a, a craving for, you know, uh, take take me back to, you know, 19-whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's inter- But I think that the Roseanne one is, is fascinating because you take the Connor family, who everybody knew, well, a lot of people knew or even grew up with, mm-hmm. and it was uh, a unique family for in the day. Mm-hmm. Blue collar and pe- people who looked not like other people on, on camera, on, on TV shows. And now, and and so you're automatically curious as about to as what what are, what is the, those family members doing in the year 2018? Mm-hmm. So it has a, a legit curiosity factor to it, I think. And and we did nine of them, and I think that the writers wrote very true to the characters and the stories. Are, and it has a little arc, which is nice when you when you know you're just going to do the nine. Um, it it addresses uh, some uh, issues, some uh, you know. Um, current events, yeah, current current events, but also uh, issues that haven't changed mm-hmm. since uh, the family was dealing with them, and then some new ones also. Mm-hmm. But the Roseanne show, because of the groundwork that Roseanne laid early on, I think about being willing to sacrifice laughs in a particular show to make it to make the episode about an issue. Mm-hmm. It was always a show that could handle some weight. And could go to some dark places. 
Um, whereas on other sitcoms, that might have been too jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these, there are a handful of those moments again in these nine that come up. And maybe a lot of it also has to do with the maturity of the characters. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating to watch the two daughters who are in their 40s now have an argument in the same kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they really do literally have a 30-year history together because they grew up as sisters on the show. Yeah. And so you can cast actors, you know, to play a family and as as you have to. But it was just there's just that added layer mm-hmm. in this go around. It was fun also to watch like say Darlene's character parent her daughter in the same kitchen that she grew up in with Roseanne watching <laughs> and watching all the mistakes that Darlene yeah, is yeah. making and commenting I'm on sure. that. Yeah. You know? So you've done all your, all, all of that. We already. did the nine. Yeah. Uh, was it, uh, did it feel like old times? Was it easy to slide back into it? It was, it, it was strangely easy. <laughs> yeah. Because just what they recreated the set to perfection, mm-hmm. which brought back a lot of so many memories of the nine years. And, and uh, it clicked right away around the, table where we did the first read through everybody was happy to be there and so it had a freshness to it mm-hmm. you know and i think that if it is hopefully received well that we'll do another batch cool i look forward to that when uh where did you shoot the new stuff on the same lot that we so were it was the yeah. same okay yeah. i was curious about that too well uh was that the golden globes where john goodman and roseanne were on stage yeah they presented was that yes. fun <laughs> yeah yes certainly yeah. cracked up at her i know she she managed to wrangle a laugh a huge laugh out of i think the word yes or, so, yeah. there, or oh. oh she said oh oh yeah <laughs> She's the only person I know who can do that. <laughs> well, we both got to get out of here. We've got a luncheon to get to. Okay. Uh, you're the one being honored. I'll just be there hanging out. <laughs> but again, uh, the movie's called Lady Bird. If you haven't seen it, you should absolutely see it. It's one of the best movies of the year. And I'll say once again, I hope that my guest today wins the Oscar because it's an amazing performance thank and you deserve you it. so much. Laurie I Metcalf, really appreciate that. thank you for coming on the show. Thanks. I hate California. I want to go to the East Coast. I want to go where culture is, like New York, or at least Connecticut or New Hampshire, where writers live in the woods. Get into those schools anyway. Mom! You should just go to City College. You know, with your work ethic, just go to City College and then to jail, and then back to City College, and then maybe you'd learn to pull yourself up and not expect everybody to do everything. Lady Bird, is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quotes? I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Lady Bird always says that she lives on the wrong side of the tracks, but I always thought that that was like a metaphor. But there are actual train tracks. What she did was very baller. She was very anarchist. Put the magazine back! <laughs> she has a big heart, your mom. She's warm, but she's also kind of scary. You can't be scary and warm. I think you can. Your mom is. So, you're not interested in any Catholic colleges? No way. I want schools like Yale, but not Yale because I probably couldn't get in. (laughs) You definitely couldn't get in. Does mom hate me? If you're tired, we can sit down. I'm not tired. You were dragging your feet. You are so infuriated. Stop yelling. I'm not yelling. Oh, it's perfect. Do you love it? You both have such strong personalities. When is a normal time to have sex? You're having sex. I'm ready. Just wanted it to be special. Why? You're gonna have so much unspecial sex in your life. 
We're afraid that we will never escape our past. Whatever we give you, it's never enough. It's never enough. It is enough. We're afraid of what the future will bring. We're afraid we won't be loved. You can't do anything unless you're the center of attention. We won't be liked. Yeah, well, you know your mom's tits, they're totally fake. She made one bad decision at 19. Two bad decisions. And we won't succeed. I want you to be the very best version of yourself that you can be. What if this is the best version? What I'd really like is to be on Math Olympiad. But math isn't something you're terribly strong in. That we know of yet. Yeah.